0: Hey, 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 everybody. What's happening? This is DJ Kev Rowe with Wedding Beats, and today we have a special episode. That's right. We have a special episode today because we're talking about the feelings behind the music, right? So we always talk about, you know, know, what to choose from music, and we can talk about you know, like essentially couples, they want to know what songs do we choose? How do we choose them? What do we choose? So today we're gonna talk about the feelings behind it. And we have a special guest. That's right. We have Shavana Gaylor, LMFT. That's right. And she just happens to be my amazing wife. Shavana, how are you doing today?
1: I am fantastic. And thank you for having me on.
0: Of course, of course. I was thinking, you know, I've had a past guest on and kind of thinking about, you know, what subject can we talk about and topics and things like that? I was like, you know what? what better than feelings because that's what weddings are about feelings right
1: absolutely absolutely feelings and love the good ones are at least
0: (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) the good ones are so what I would like to do is kind of just ask some questions questions that I've received from couples and questions that I've kind of done some research on and get your you know kind of expertise on you know um, the feelings behind the music
1: Wonderful, wonderful. And I'm just glad to be here because as you know, therapy is my gift. It's what I was put on this earth to do. And I have the absolute pleasure of serving many couples. And so it is my pleasure to to be able to be on the fun end of it. I'm really excited.
0: All right. So let's get into it then. So looking at the questions, our first question is, you know, I think about the brain and I think about kind of the, the decisions that we make when it comes to, you know, the different things as far as, you know wedding music and wedding flowers and all these decisions that couples have to make as far as the music goes what neurological effect does music have
1: um it's it's said that music and exercise are the number one uh antidepressants and the least utilized um so so definitely utilizing music can transition our mood and I know that one we, we may get into this later, so I don't want to dive too deep into it, but definitely music alters the, the chemistry of our brain and definitely affects our neurotransmitters to impact our mood for um, in positive ways and maybe in some maybe not so positive ways. But definitely as it relates to couples and weddings, it, we can create a vibe and an energy with the music that we choose, which is why the music and the DJ are so important to that day.
0: Right, right. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Um, <laughs> but so, how can couples use that information, that neurological information, when selecting music for their wedding day?
1: So, I would say look at the energy that you want, look at the vibe that you want, um, and consider it. So, if what you're really going for is a, a, a laid back feel, then make sure that you are kind of creating. First of all, consult with your your DJ and your your entertainment team, but also select music that are gonna that's gonna evoke that mood and that spirit and that energy that you desire. And then, of course, if you want to get to that party scene, um, make sure that you build up to that so we can actually create a flow and a continuum with music. So maybe you want to start mellow when people are eating and start relaxed, but you want to build up Then you can play music that slowly um, increases that tempo that affects that that mood and that energy in the room. And it affects, it has an impact on the emotions of those in the room. And we can use that to shift the energy and the emotions of the people around you and, the, and all of your attendees and your guests.
0: Oh man, I love that. Um, it, it brings to my, you oh. know, emotional, like energy shifters. It's kind of what we do yes. as, as uh, musicians and as DJs. And that's, that's a great point. So in your opinion, do you think that music tells a lot about a person's personality or the couple's personality? Because I know a lot of couples will say, you know, I want the music to reflect our vibe and our personality.
1: It can. It absolutely can. But I think that sometimes... <sighs> music reflects a lot of the parts of people's personality that sometimes they don't display to others. Oftentimes, you may be extremely surprised. We may have people who on the outside have this completely um a, a different persona than what their music reflects and that just means that you know there might be a, an internal beast or an internal like an internal calm person you might see this person who presents so strong and bold and they are all about the Celine Dion right you never right. knew <laughs> so right, right. that may be a representation of who they are but it may not be a representation of who they show to the world. So it's quite interesting how music can be a representation and tell a lot about a person, but um, it, it actually tells when we're authentic about the music that we choose and the way that we choose to um, express ourselves, through music. the music that we select in an, an event, that we select at different times to listen to, it actually can give a deeper look into a person. I worked with one w- amazing veteran. He was a pretty strong guy, tough, burly guy, and I asked him what his feel-good music was and he said Christmas music all year long when he, he would put Christmas music on and all just right. sing along in the car. <laughs> so, you know, who would have thought?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I know those inner <laughs> beasts come out during the um, during the dancing portion where, you know, a lot of the guys will, you know, they come off as, you know, loving, loving this hip-hop or rock or whatever and then, you know, they come up and then one of the best men or the best man or one of the groomsmen come up and they say, Hey, play Taylor Swift. This guy loves Taylor Swift or, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, I, I wasn't expecting that, but you know, that, that inner beast, that inner Taylor Swift comes out. So
1: it gives or, you a window into the inside of the individual. So exactly. <laughs> or
0: the opposite, we get the really reserved people. And then, you know, they want to hear just straight gangster rap you know, for <laughs> a, a good 20 minutes of, of the, of the, uh, the dancing portion. So mm-hmm. that's, that's good information. Thank you so much. So what's the correlation between music and the couple's, you know, choices and their feelings, right? So the couple's music choices <laughs> and their feelings. Um, I know we talked about the vibe and the energy. Um, can we, can you go a little bit deeper?
1: Yes. So music can have a, we can look at it from two different directions, right? Okay. We can be in a certain mood and that mood guides how we choose music or we can choose music to impact our mood, right? So one one way or the other. So if we are in a, um, sometimes maybe we're in a lovey-dovey mood, we may choose lovey-dovey music, romantic music, soothing music. However, we can be um, kind of disconnected <laughs> And then choose lovey-dovey music to put us back in that mood. The reason why I'm bringing that up is that's going to be so critical, not only on the wedding day, but for couples. Like I said, I'm a marriage, uh, licensed marriage and family therapist and a darn good one, by the way. But right, right, you're true. Looking at <laughs> so when you're looking at your wedding day, but also looking at your marriage, they're going to be one of the special songs they're gonna be special songs that you selected on that day that have meaning. And that's gonna be really important because you're gonna select those songs in one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the line. You may not be feeling as warm and fuzzy as you did on that wedding day. Hmm. And you're gonna to need to pull out that song and remind you of why you chose each other.
0: Okay. All right, wow uh that's that's pretty deep thank that's that's man that's a good good information um yes also yes she is an amazing therapist but also also she's looking real hot too we're on zoom here you guys can't see her but we're on zoom and um yeah my wife is hot y'all so just letting you know that so um so thinking about choices talking about choices right Because we get couples and we, okay, say you got, you know, there's special moments. There's first dance. There's, you know, um, what am I going to walk down the aisle to? Uh, The groom thinking, well, I didn't even know I needed a song for myself to walk down the aisle to. I didn't know I was walking (laughs) down the aisle. I thought I was going to be just standing there. But Mm -hmm. when it comes to those choices, um, let's say a couple is having a hard time deciding a song for a special moment say first let's say first dance and they're kind of getting to a back and forth about it and he wants one song and she wants another and then but they both have these other ones that these good ideas coming from the dj and you know what's the best way for them to handle those disagreements when it comes to choosing different music
1: i would absolutely um be willing it's really important that we're willing to hear each other um sometimes we will hold um firm to a song or to a decision or to a choice without really explaining the why. Um, and, and I think the why is more important than the song. Mm. So think about it. If, if you have a, a, a groom who is really fixed on this song and he's holding fast to the song, holding fast to the song. And he's just like, I want the song. I want the song he may not communicate the fact that that song brings back special memories between him and his mom or him and a loved one that's no longer here. I would say, be willing to communicate your why. Be willing, be willing to communicate your why and and take the time to listen to each other. So really that's an important question. What is important about this song to you? Why is this song so meaningful to you? That will make a huge difference. A huge difference so be willing to communicate your why and be willing to listen to each other
0: good points now when you say listen to your why now because we know with weddings that there's a lot of external factors that kind of come into play in external money <laughs> coming from you know, people paying for the wedding so you know hey what if there's a parent that says hey well i'm paying for this and i want this song right here how do how do you suggest that couples approach those kind of um, external factors like parents and great uncles and things like that?
1: I, I honestly think that the reality is it's you two against the world. And this is the first example for you to set that. (laughs) So, so, I mean, it it sounds crass. It sounds kind of um, harsh, but you are building and establishing a life together, and they are supporting you in a part of that village that's helping you establish that life. They may be contributing financially. They may be significantly impacting that, but this is your opportunity as a, as a groom, as a, as a bride, and ultimately as a husband and a wife to support each other. This is the number one, your first time that you get to support each other. Now, you can agree, you can collaboratively agree to uh, follow along with mother-in-law's decision. So that doesn't mean that we go against everything that the contributors have. However, we have to be on the same page about it. So say so you got the, 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 the mother-in-law that is just, I said it has to be purple flowers because I like purple and purple is my favorite. And I don't care what anyone else says because I'm paying for the flowers and I'm paying for it, right? right? So you two may come together and discuss it and say, look, how do we feel about these purple flowers? You like purple. Is purple a big deal? Is it a big deal for you? Is it a big deal for you? Is it a non-negotiable? Are we not willing to do this? Are we willing to do this? Whatever decision you make, whether it's to go along with or whether it's to go against, you make it together. So it's important that you both make those decisions together and you stand firm on them together because it's you two against the world from here on out.
0: Okay, well, that's amazing. And thank you. That's great points again. Um, But now turning it back to music, looking at it. So what if you, you know, have one of those hip moms or hip parents that really loves EDM, you know, and they're like, you know, I want to hear EDM. I'm paying for the DJ. And, you know, you really don't want to hear EDM, but you really, you know, want to respect the wishes of the father or the dad or whoever, you know, whoever it is.
1: Well, what I've learned, not from a clinical perspective as a therapist, but from being the DJ's wife is <laughs> that there's a way to meet everybody's need um, creatively. So what I've seen is, you know, if mom is all about EDM, that the DJ announces, hey, we're going to give EDM. We, we're going to go ahead and have these few EDM songs for mom because this is, these are her requests. And then you rock out to EDM for two or three songs, about 10 minutes, it's, what is that 10-minute sacrifice going to do? Even if everybody leaves the dance floor, except for mom, and she is in EDM heaven for 10 minutes, okay, it was worth it, right? <laughs> the, I think that if everybody gets there, first of all, the riding and gloom, of course, but if everybody who matters, it's their feel-good moment, then we won, right? Everybody wins.
0: Aha, uh-huh. right. Hey, and that feel-good
1: a... moment is created uh-huh. from a song. That feel-good <laughs> moment can be created by a song, <laughs>
0: Yes, it can. And that's my my shameless plug for a DJ's wife right there. So, (laughs) you know, that that wasn't on my list of questions, but I had to throw that in there. And the next thing that's on my list of questions, well, that wasn't on my list is, so how is it being married to a DJ?
1: Oh, Lord. (laughs) 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 There are significant pros, of course. And then there are challenges. I love the fact that, um, you are passionate about what you do, you're fulfilling your purpose and you enjoy it so much. I am so proud when I get to go to an event and see you um, really just the energy that you put into it, the passion, the, the experience that you create for people and being married to a successful dj and owner of a dj and entertainment company means there's a lot of weekends alone because when you guys are celebrating right <laughs> then he's celebrating with you you're, and so that means that i am i'm um, celebrating without him but we make time we definitely make time so and then there's the there's the excitement the to bring the fun that fun energy i get that all the time So the energy that you get on the dance floor that that creates and supports your special day, I get that bottled up every single day. So there's so many blessings there and we all balance each other out. We definitely balance each other out. So, you know, where I'm weak, you're strong and where you're strong, I'm weak and I, I appreciate that.
0: And so do I. I love it. I love it. Um, the question, you know, obviously it was a selfish question, but also it was a question <laughs> for, for other um, couples as well, because we do have some couples who are, are you know, are DJs, you know, maybe the the husband's a DJ or the, um, the wife's a DJ or maybe photographers getting married and things like that. And so it's that's a good question and kind of how they kind of deal with those feelings and those things and give good perspective. Thank you.
1: But it's really important to also maximize and kind of take those things into consideration. Um, if in the event that maybe your spouse's work schedule is a challenge for you and you're finding that you're having some needs, it's important that you guys communicate and figure out other ways to meet those needs, right? So say there's a month where the DJing is super heavy, and every Friday, Saturday, Sunday you have an event. So I'm going out to these social gatherings when the world was open (laughs) with friends and them and their spouses are there. And I'm like, wow, I wish my spouse was here with me. Um, And I'm feeling that longing or that need. It's to me for me to communicate and for you to be intentional about how can we connect otherwise? Okay, so what can we do? Can we do something during the week? Can we make sure we take a trip on those days that you don't have gigs? Can we? Um, can you maybe surprise and send me some flowers while you're at a gig when you know that I've been kind of missing you or lonely? Or can you say, look, I can't be at this event with you today, but here, go buy an outfit so that you look nice and you feel comfortable there. And you know, just know that I wish I could be with you. We have to still make an effort on both ends. Um, so, so, She's just giving me gold, it-
0: y'all. She's giving me gold. <laughs> Tell me what to do.
1: <laughs> so just know that it's, it's really important that we don't let it get to the point where it's really bad. We don't let it get to the point where where um, there's so many unmet needs that resentment builds that we just are open about communicating our needs in a respectful way before it builds up.
0: No, you're right, because it, it, it did take me a minute to kind of understand that, hey, I'm out every weekend and so I need to plan something during the week or I need to, you know, like a, get some flowers or, you know, um, not the just the arbitrary. Here's some flowers and go. But the, the meaningful flowers during the week or any time, you know, anytime flowers, I call them. But, you know, um, also, I love the idea of like here. Here's a here's a um, here. Go get an outfit. And, you know, I want you to look good while I'm gone at the gig. You know, you can go and hang out with your friends or you can go, you know, do something on your own, whatever you like, you want to do. But, you know, here's an outfit so you can look good doing it because my wife loves to look good and she achieves that all the time. So I have a couple more questions for you. Thank you so much. This is gold. And, you know, um, I really appreciate you uh, being with me today and taking out time from your busy schedule to, you know, talk about some music and feelings. So, with that, I have another question. Oh, Mm -hmm. were you going to say something?
1: Nope. Nope.
0: I'm just right. Okay. So, now, we talked about, like, you know, firm decisions and people being fixed on a certain song and, you know, kind of, you know, we we describe that as being a a bridezilla or a groomzilla because, you know, there's all these demands that they want met, you know, for their special day because, you know, they have a vision for it. So, what are your thoughts on the term bride or groomzilla Mm -hmm. and what effect can this label have on the psyche or approach to the wedding choices that are being made
1: well i think that there's a couple things on the one end it can villainize a person and then on the other end i think that when we kind of um, you know using that title can can villainize a person when they're just communicating their needs so if the reason why they're being so firm as we say is because they feel unheard then by you kind of villainizing them and saying, "Oh, they're just being a bridezilla," then you're minimizing their their voice, and then they still feel, they'll feel like they need to scream even louder because the only reason why people yell is if they feel unheard. So when right. so a bridezilla or a groomzilla, um, usually they feel unheard or or they need um, some kind of validation, and so they're they're being firm and, and assertive in that way. So if we villainize them, then we kind of are, are achieving the opposite effect than, than what we want. The second part is on the other end, sometimes it gives them permission. Oh, I'm just being a bridezilla. Oh, I'm just being a groomzilla. So I can just be a, a bee, <laughs> you know, like right. I could just okay. be really rude and re- be really ugly because that's just what people do on wedding days. And that's not okay. That's just what people do around their wedding. It's just a part of the process. No, like, sometimes people can use it as an excuse and that's not okay either.
0: Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, and you know I can see a lot of times because you know the groom is normally in charge of the music. and so you know but being in charge of the music is you know starts to kind of you know, the being in charge flows over into other areas. so you know, into florals, into the camera shots, into the you know and then it's the excuse of hey, I want this to be perfect for my wife on our wedding day. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's then it, they have other underlying things coming out.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's usually something underneath that that need for control in that moment. And mm-hmm. so I like I said, if, if we're willing to be vulnerable and open up and discuss what's underneath, we really can meet that need in other ways.
0: OK, yeah, no, that's great. So I got one more question here, actually two more. So on a scale of one to ten, how important is. And this is, you know, an honest opinion, how important (laughs) music, you know, to the wedding day and kind of, you know, creating that vibe and that feel and and bringing those emotions, not just for the couple, but for the um, the guest as well. So and the reason why I'm asking that question is the reason why there's a reason behind that I'm asking that question, because this is a question that we hear all the time, especially in my DJ forums, you know, people pay this much for flowers and people pay this much for a cake, but the, you know, the DJ and the MC is going to be what's most memorable about the day because they're creating the vibe and they're creating these things. And a lot of times as DJs, and then as as wedding vendors, we try to say, okay, well, this is more important than that, or that's more important Mm -hmm. than this, where we should be just kind of coming together to create Mm -hmm. this, this vision that for this couple.
1: Yeah, because what you were saying when you were describing it, yes, I think the music is important, but it's like a body. You know, one part may be the head, the arms, the legs, but they're all necessary for creating that 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 complete picture. Right. So say the venue is the head or uh, and the, the the DJ is the neck right? that holds it all together. <laughs> but all right. The floor we got the florist that's an arm. We got the, the, the food that's and the food is that's another arm. We got the cake that's a leg. We got you know, there we got the we have so many different things yeah, we got that the decor, are that are also we got the critical. Photographer, yeah. The
0: videographer, yeah. we have this yeah. the, the, the weight staff, that you know, there's so there's so many moving pieces but, that are going.
1: Yes, up. that are all critical, but I would definitely say that like if I could, if I could do a visual, not on a scale of one to ten, I would say that the venue is the head and the, and the and the um the music is the is the neck the dj is the all
0: neck right. <laughs> all right yeah so you know you have no dj you running around there without no neck just a head on the body <laughs> so, no I, I understand no but thank you so much and I, that's good to have that insight i appreciate you being on the podcast i'm um i'm at all you know i'm always at all when when i hear you speak and you know, when I, I see you do your thing, when you do therapy or when I, you know, I don't I'm not there when you're doing therapy, but when you're <laughs> when you're, um, you know, when you're speaking at a, having a speaking engagement, things like that. So everybody, that was my amazingly beautiful and wonderful wife, Shivana Gaylor, LMFT. Um, lastly, before we go, can you tell people, so say if they want to reach out to you for therapy services or they want to reach out to you just with questions about, you know, hey, you know what? Uh, this dude's getting on my nerves. You know, I'm going to do all this <laughs> wedding planning and, you know, he's just in the way. Or on the opposite of that, you know, hey, Shavana, you know what? You know, I'm trying to do the, the best I can for my my bride or you know, on her wedding day. And, you know, she's just li- not letting me do, you know, this for mm-hmm. her, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know. So how can so, I reach you? How can I reach you?
1: <laughs> so I make it really easy. Just shavana.com That's C-H-E-V-O-N-N-A.com. That's if you have clinical questions. If you want to learn more about what I offer, I'm a published author. I speak internationally. I have a private practice here in Southern California, but most importantly, I'm a servant. And like I told you before, the therapy is my gift. So any way that I can support you in uh, your process, just let me know. But Shavana.com, that's C-H-E-V is in Victor, O-N-N-A.com.
0: Thank you so much. And everybody, that was Wedding Beats with DJ Kevro, the feelings behind the music, right? Because it's all about the feelings and trying to get the feels. So thank you so much, Shivana once again. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to sign off. Peace. Thank you. Bye. Bye.